everyone. Welcome to the show. So this is going to be a long one today. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, here's the deal. The, the Supreme Court is blatantly trying to run out the clock in Donald Trump's coup case, in my opinion. Um, the New York Attorney General now says that Trump is trying to move his assets to avoid paying that nearly half a billion dollar judgment. And Trump's truth social partners are now suing him and accusing him of fraud. So here's the deal. As you all know, Trump claims he can't be prosecuted for his attempted coup because in his warped mind, he has immunity from any and all crimes he committed, right? As long as I was president, you know, I'm rubber, you're glue. So it, now the Supreme Court has agreed to hear his absurd argument on April 22nd after they previously rejected the case. Remember, Trump tried this argument with Judge Chutkin and she rejected it and then he took it to an appeals court and then that before it even went to the appeals court the special counsel was like oh we see where this is going so jack smith's team tried to do an end run they went directly to the supreme court and essentially said hey this is going to come to you eventually anyway why don't you just take this up now so we can move forward with the trial because the trial was scheduled to begin this next week in the first week of March. So the pre Supreme Court looked at Jack Smith's request and said no. They refused to take the case when Jack Smith asked them to, which was at the end of last year. And the thinking then was like, oh, okay, well, maybe they want to see what the lower court is going to say. And then they won't have to rule against Trump. They'll just allow the lower court's ruling to stand. Well, the lower court ruled. They said, no, you're insane. This, this is not a thing, presidential immunity. So why now? Why is the Supreme Court now gonna take this up? They burned through all these months and then they're gonna string this out now till April? So the only answer that makes sense is that they're trying to buy Trump more time. They're trying to push this trial so close to the election that it can't happen. And it is looking more and more likely because even though they're going to hear these arguments in April, they may hold off on making a decision until the end of their current term, which is the end of June or beginning of July. And then the lower court had already put this case on hold until the Supreme Court issues a ruling. So everything is frozen until possibly early July. And even then, Judge Chutkin has to hold pre-trial hearings. The, you know, there's they have to go through all the information on evidence and witnesses and God knows what other games Trump is going to play. And then if you add to it, you know, if Margaritaville Judge Aileen Cannon decides to delay the classified documents trial, then you've got a conflict between that case and the coup case. Because the classified documents trial is supposed to begin at the end of May. And she's saying, oh, I, it may not happen then. And it's supposed to last several months. Now, to me, the idea that we could have an election without either of the two most important cases going to trial first is absolutely batshit. It is unimaginable. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I will let you know. But in regard to Trump's New York fraud trial that just ended, as you all know, with interest and penalties, Trump now owes over $464 million. In order for Trump to appeal that ruling in that case, he has to put the full amount in an escrow account. 
Well, on Wednesday, Trump tried to appeal that decision without handing over the money. And then in a new court filing, the attorney general's office has accused Trump of relocating businesses to Florida to try to avoid paying. So the AG told the appeals court, quote, there is substantial risk that defendants will attempt to evade enforcement of the judgment or make enforcement more difficult following appeal. Also, quote, after the court issued its February 16 order, defendants announced for the first time that various Trump organization entities operating in New York are allegedly now located in Florida. Yeah, you know, the companies that would need to be liquidated to pay this. So evidently, Trump has already moved two of his companies to Florida, which was not allowed per the court's order during the fraud trial. But they know that he did this because an attorney for Don Jr. and Eric Trump included the new company addresses in a letter to the judge. So the attorney general is pointing to this and saying, you know, here you go. Here's even more proof that the Trumps do not follow the rules. They have no respect for the law or the courts. They're, they're just going to play games. So do not let them off without having to put this money aside. So I will let you know what happens with that. But Attorney General Letitia James has already said if he fails to pay, she's going to seize his properties. Not as good as seeing him behind bars, but I'll take what I can get. Um, and then speaking of Trump not paying what he owes, he is now arguing against having to set aside the money for E. Jean Carroll's case, that $83.3 million. And the reason he's giving is because he's so wealthy. <laughs> I'm not joking. That is his argument. Trump is sa essentially saying, you know, you know, I'm good for it. You know, I have the cash. Even E. Jean Carroll knows I have it. She said in, in court that I'm very wealthy. So why do I, why do I have to set that money aside while I do this appeal and appeal the jury's decision? You know, I, I got it. No worries. So Carol's attorneys were given until yesterday to respond. They basically said, this is a bunch of BS. Um, she said something like, you know, this, is, is, this argument is as thin as a piece of toilet paper. Trump now has until March 2nd to file a counter response. So we'll see what happens with that. In the meantime, an Illinois judge just ruled against Trump in the 14th Amendment case. However, the judge also issued a simultaneous stay on her own ruling because she knows Trump is going to appeal, which he already has. Plus, the Supreme Court has already heard arguments about this 14th Amendment Insurrection Act issue. So they're planning to issue their ruling within the next week. I, th I believe they said by March 5th, they'll have a decision. So we'll see what happens with that. Next up is a bit of good news. A Wisconsin Ethics Commission has referred a Trump fundraising operation and numerous Republicans for felony prosecution. So the commission has accused Trump's Save America fundraising organization of colluding with a state lawmaker and then other Republican officials to violate campaign finance laws. What they say is that the, the purpose behind this conspiracy was to take down a Republican official who's now fallen out of favor with the MAGA movement. It's a man named Robin Voss. 
So the commission's investigation involves the 2022 midterm election. They say that Voss's rival, a man named Adam Steen, worked with other people to funnel donations to political parties. And so then those political parties handed that money to Steen. And they allegedly did this to sidestep the cap on donations that are given directly to a Wisconsin assembly candidate. Right now it's $1,000 is the maximum. So if you were to give directly to him, you could only give Steen $1,000. If you give it to these organizations, these party groups, they can give Steen unlimited funds. So that's what they're saying happened. And the commission has obtained audio recordings of different conversations in which these people are talking about washing the money and quote, we're playing musical money here, right? So the Ethics Commission has referred numerous individuals, numerous entities for felony indictments, and it includes the Save America organization, several of that group's agents, um, Steen's campaign has been referred, three county parties, and then nine party officials and donors. There was more good news also that came out last week. Trump's personal fundraising has fallen off a cliff. According to news reports, he has lost hundreds of thousands of small dollar donors since 2020. And with so much money going towards his legal fees, it is absolutely leaving him in a cash crunch. I also have a quick update about Trump's upcoming hush money case, the election interference case or the trial in New York. Trump has now asked the judge to block Michael Cohen, Stormy Daniels, and Karen McDougal from testifying. So, you know, the three main witnesses <laughs> involved in this case, the three primary people that this case involves. Um, Trump is also trying to prevent the jury from seeing and hearing that Access Hollywood video where Trump was talking about how he sexually assaults women. I can't imagine any of this is going to fly with this judge, but we'll see. So I'll keep you posted on that. Next is news out of Margaritaville. Uh, judge Aileen Cannon finally made a logical decision in that classified documents case. She agreed with the special counsel for once that Trump's co-defendants, Walt Nauta and Carlos de Oliveira, are not allowed to review classified documents that are at the heart of this case. Her order also included something kind of shocking. The special counsel apparently asked the court to deny Nauta and Oliveira access to 5,100 pages of classified documents. So Trump stole more than 5,000 classified documents when he left office. That is not just like a whoops, oh, did I accidentally get that document or those few documents mixed up with my other stuff? Oh, sorry, my bad. No, that's not a mistake, 5,000 documents. So we'll see what happens. Um, my final update today is about Trump's failing social media site, Truth Social. Two of the company's original co-founders, Andy Litinsky and Wes Moss, filed a lawsuit on Wednesday claiming that Trump and others are ripping them off to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. So Latinsky and Moss say Trump is trying to dilute the shares they own by increasing the amount of authorized stock available for purchase. He's trying to bump it from 120 million shares to 1 billion shares. 
So it would make their shares obviously worth a lot less. So this lawsuit is coming at a very, very inopportune moment for Trump, because you might remember, I just shared with you, the FEC finally agreed to allow Truth Social to merge with a special purpose acquisition company, a company called Digital World Acquisition. This has been on hold for, I think it's probably close to two years at this point. So that merger will allow the company to be traded publicly or the shares to be traded publicly. So Trump stood to make over $3 billion. Latinsky and Moss could hold that up. And this comes at a time, like I said, when Trump is not doing well financially and he needs an immediate cash infusion to cover all of these legal losses. Whoops. <laughs> womp womp and thoughts and prayers. I, I have a feeling there is a settlement in the works in the near future for these two guys. I will let you all know when I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not. If you can donate, really appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.